0: Thanks, Ken. Well, of course, uh, on a Thursday, my man comes in with uh, some of the great music of all time. It's Bill Hughes with essential songs of a particular year. I don't like it when you go past 1997 or something. Well, it I, kinda I haven't. Me gold. I
1: haven't gone past 1997. Where have you gone? Uh, we're starting this week. In 1927. No, we're going back. 30 years back to 1986. Mm. 30 years, that's a fair throwback, jump back in time. Yeah. And um, we're going back, and the, the, I have to tell you, the week's events have sort of inspired the first choice. Yeah. Because apart from anything else, they were a hair act and by Hair a, the musical no no Hair as in they had so much of it that oh, they yeah. shook it you know they were yeah. they were like Muppets with the hairs going oh right the and they kinks were, no no in 1986 there were a band from Sweden yeah called Europe and they had a song called The Final Countdown which I thought was kind of apropos the times we're in
0: Actually, I remember the Final game. Of countdown. course you do. It would yeah, have been a big I,
1: sports anthem as but well. But I
0: wouldn't have known who the hell the fellows were there. I it was by
1: a band called Europe, formed by a young fella called Joey Tempest. Um, Joey, uh, he, he's just a, a gifted fella, born in 1963 and formed the band in 1979. So he was only 16 and he was a multi-instrumentalist and songwriter. And uh, the final countdown became their biggest song. And when they released it in 1986, it went to number one in 25 countries and at the time this was their third album and they were kind of a rock band and the other members of the band were like going no this is too soft this is too keyboardy this is too anthematic it's not really us and then you know a few months later when it's number one around the the world they changed their mind (laughs) they changed their mind but um, uh, Joey Tempest he was born Rolf Magnus Joachim Larsson in Stockholm in August 1963 and he also wrote the hits like Rock the Night, Cherokee, Superstitious. But they're a rock band, Europe, and they were formed in Uplands Vasba, in Stockholm in 79. And uh, he's the vocalist, uh, Joey Tempest. The guitarist was John Norum, the bassist Peter Olsen, and the drummer Tony Reno. Now, the final countdown, the album, sold over 3 million copies in the States alone. But they, as a band, have gone on to sell. 23 million albums worldwide so they've done well but they're known Mostly for touring. At, at big lavish and, shows, an album, yeah. Well, big, lavish shows. And, all right, uh, okay. Uh, ridiculous over-the-top fireworks and the whole thing.
0: All right. So. Well, you're getting great traction, I have to tell you, on Spotify. Because so many people now, if you go to Spotify, go to Essential Songs on the right hook. And you'll get all Bill's choices going back into the dim and distant past. And can hear them all. Currently, I have to tell you now that if you start listening to All the Bill, you now can go down to Cork and come back as far as Cashel before you run out of music. <laughs> and with three more to add today, they'll probably get us to Clonmel or vice versa. Very good, very good. Spotify, essential songs on the right hook. And here we go with Europe, the final countdown. <laughs> Right, um, it's Bill Hughes' Essential Songs of 1980, of 1986. The only problem there, I didn't think much of it, it's essential. I didn't think much of 1986. That was great until those guys started singing. That the <laughs> Like the music was actually quite good. Didn't and, stop you getting your air guitar out right, though, George. And then the second thing was that um, it went on for about Ten minutes. Or maybe I was just it's so
1: a, just a big song with lots
0: of head shaking, as you know. So that's what All it was right, about. Okay. Well it was forty five. <laughs> my world was coming to an end anyway. Really? <laughs> that bad in, in eighty six. Forty five, yeah.
1: Nineteen eighty six, yeah, my life was just really kicking in. Yeah, all
0: right. So it's Bill Hughes' essential songs of 1986, and um, also, of course, don't forget Spotify. Just go on to Spotify, look for essential songs on the right hook, and they're all there since time immemorial. Okay, number two in 1986. Number two in 1986. You've a lot to live down, to Well, this
1: song, I love. Um, He was a navy brat. Uh, his father was a British naval intelligence officer stationed in Malta yeah. when he was born in 1949. His name, Robert Palmer, and the song Addicted to Love. Yeah. Um, wonderful song, released in 86. It became his signature song. Robert Palmer had a, an, a just a wonderful career, very rich musical career, and he had so many... Influences, because when he was a kid growing up in in various British naval intelligence sort of sites, he would listen to the American Forces radio. Oh, AFN it was called. And he would hear the blues and soul and jazz. And so when the family moved to Scarborough, um, he started to go around to see where this music could be found. And Scarborough's so, in Yorkshire in Yorkshire, in yeah, the north of when, England when the family moved yeah. back there from Malta but he would pick up on the on the, yeah. on the radio and so he had this duet uh, Addicted to Love with Shaka Khan and they were ready to go into studio and Shaka Khan was the queen of soul at the time and uh, her record company wouldn't release her to do the duet um, and he was doing it for Island Records. And so he, she ended up getting a credit on the album. But Andy Taylor from Duran Duran uh, and a bandmate of, of Palmer's from the Power Station, he was the lead guitar. And the other people on it, Eddie Martinez uh, and Keyboard's Wally uh, Badarou. This song, what really made this song famous was the video. And the video was shot by the great fashion photographer Terence Donovan. And what he did was he got a line of magnificent models yeah. and he had their hair sleeked back. He had pale makeup put on them. He put them in tuxedos and he strapped guitars onto them. Were they women? Women. Yeah. And they looked like mannequins in a shop window. And so the video was just them moving a bit like Judy Garland in Get Happy, where she's just wearing the tux with black stockings and high heels. Oh yeah. So these were. I, so now yeah. okay. I that kind it. of look. I get it. Of yeah, female, get it. A line of mannequin models, female, and they're pretending to play guitar for the sake of the video. But Robert Palmer looking very, very uh, debonair out front. So he's there giving it loads and singing the lead, and they uh, the girls start to play, and so the song comes together as Addicted to Love. Now, Robert Palmer.
0: Robert Palmer. Can I just stop you before you go mm-hmm. further? Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the Arms Forces Radio mm-hmm. Network. It was called AFN. Mm-hmm. The reason that that existed, it was American radio, but of course there were American troops all over Europe at this point mm-hmm. at the end of World War II and stayed there for 40 years or whatever it was. And that was a huge, that was there to broadcast to the American troops but you could pick it up over here I remember listening to it in Ireland all the time
1: oh, he, was, he was just a, a, a tremendous artist and sadly he left us way before his time Really? Yeah, he was in Paris in a hotel room and he had a massive heart attack in 2003 and died Go away and, uh, Yeah, uh, way before his time uh, Wonderful singer He was only 54 Um but he had moved in 1993 He'd been living in the Bahamas But there was so much crime locally that he had moved to Switzerland. His career in Europe had really taken off, but also his career in the States. He had this tremendous, I saw him live here in the Old Point, and he was fantastic. And that song, Addicted to Love, when the the beautiful models started playing the guitars. His well, I've turned
0: just, them up. We're on radio, but I've turned them up on the computer screen. And um, though I see I get the Judy Garland reference because they're in tuxedos but shorts with yeah, black sockets yeah. and high heels. Mm-hmm. But he's a ringer for Hugh Grant. He's a good, yeah, he's a better
1: look. He's sort of a cross between Hugh Grant and Colin Firth. If you look at him he's got that uh,
0: British uh, well to do I guy. don't like the models by the way You don't No I don't like the pale makeup that you're talking but about But it's the look it was a
1: look at the time it was just No, no a I get it 1980s yeah. look
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah but but he also interestingly because people might want to turn it up on their laptops he is dressed incredibly conservatively, shirt and tie and slacks.
1: That was him, elegance, high yeah. elegance. That was part of his, yeah. that, was, that was part I'm, of his I'm trademark. really
0: interested now because I'm watching this muted, of course, so I can't hear the music. Okay. Uh, I'm really interested to hear the music of Robert Palmer and Addicted to Love. Well, uh, it's Essential Songs of 1986 with Bill Hughes. That, of course, was Robert Palmer and Addicted to Love. I tell you, I must have been listening to a lot more music than I thought I was listening to in 1986 because I remember that as well. Now I remember the final countdown and I remember Addicted to Love. It's quite extraordinary. Well, I, I f- wonder where I was listening to it, though. Yeah, Maybe Terry league. Wogan was playing
1: it. And, yes, he would have been. And In Your Car, going yeah, to the Yeah, that's what I mean. In my car, and, yeah. yeah. Would have all gone in. Terry Wogan certainly would have played those first two songs. Yeah.
0: Probably yeah. I got it from Terry.
1: Yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, now the third one, he definitely would have played. He would have loved it because he really? was a huge fan
0: of the Eurythmics. Oh, the Eurythmics? Remember them? David as well. Stewart
1: and Annie Lennox. And. This is one of my favourite songs from the canon of songs that the uh, Eurythmics released. It's from their sixth album, Revenge, released in 1986. This song is called "Thorn in My Side."
0: Well, now I don't know this at all, but then I'm sure you the will. minute I hear it, yeah, it, I do not. it. So this is the Eurythmics and uh, Eurythmics and "Thorn in My Side," yeah. an essential song from 1986, which you can find on Spotify. But just go in there and to the essential songs on the right oak. But but tell me about this song. This song, it's really
1: about. It's a cast off to an unfaithful lover. Yeah. It's to tell an unfaithful lover to go and get stuffed. And it's it's a really good song from that point of view, because the thing about Dave Stewart and Annie Lennox, they'd been, they'd had a big four year relationship. Oh. And they'd stuck together. When the relationship ended, the Eurythmics started because oh. it was in their previous band, The Tourists, when they, they got together. Oh, so they're
0: not together anymore oh, romantically. No,
1: at that stage they weren't together anymore. But,
0: They're together
1: professionally. Together professionally, they had an incredibly successful career, but then they split up because they both had hugely successful solo careers.
0: Now, this Annie Lennox one, was she Scottish?
1: Annie Lennox, Scottish, yes. Okay, it's coming back to me. Well, Dave Stewart's career was more as a record producer and a songwriter. Annie Lennox's was more as a performer, singer, but also a songwriter. As a songwriter, she won the Oscar writing the song Into the West for the um, Lord of the Rings. Really? Yeah, she's quite something. So in 19 uh, or in, in 2014, she released an album called Nostalgia. And it's a collection of her favorite childhood songs that she, you know, soul, jazz and blues songs that were the soundtrack to her childhood. And she did a reinterpretation of them Well, in that's interesting. You would love it.
0: Yeah, 2014, that's 28 years later. Mm-hmm. This woman has had some career. A tremendous career. Tremendous career. I've Annie had. Lennox. Annie Lennox. And David Stewart. And David A. Stewart. Yeah. The Eurythmics. The Eurythmics.
1: And it's called Torn In My Side. And
0: Torn In My Side. Yeah. A cast-off lover, no less. It should really appeal to me. I've been cast off more times by lovers than you can shake a stick at. I like the bomb, 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 bomb. That's, um, but I like it, though. I really do. The great Andy Lennox and David Stewart in "Thorn and My Side, sung, song number three by the Arrhythmics in the Essential Songs of 1986, picked by Bill Hughes, available on Spotify, if you go to Essential Songs on the right hook. Not a bad selection, old boy. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, for me, like... It, it, this wasn't the great era of George Hook listening to pop music but it's interesting pervasive is probably the wrong word but yet those songs I remember from all that time ago when I thought I wasn't listening to music do you know what I mean? It's quite
1: interesting there were, and, and, and it's probably happening today that the same is if you listen, but though I suppose when you're in your car, you're probably listening to pre-selected music. You're not trusting the DJ on the no, radio. No, no,
0: no. I'm listening to essential songs on the right hook on Spotify. <laughs> and I'm very <laughs> and glad to hear I'm it. Now, I'm now judging our our uh, thing by the number of mo- kilometres you can travel while still <laughs> listening to it, you know. So my, my ultimate aim is to go... Down and back to Cork with the central songs on the right hook. All right, that's it for next week. I have a great hope that he's he's going to bring me back next week. Uh, probably a bit further back in time, I hope. Bill Hughes, see you next week, Bill. See you, George.